This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is the Miggs cast. My name, Steve Miggs. And I'm here all by myself. This is the very first of the home recordings. Gonna give this a whirl. Hopefully the quality is pretty decent. Yep, you got Lulu in the background, so that'll make things rather interesting. We are just moments away from talking to legendary wrestler Ray Mysterio. He's a part of Lucha Underground. If you're listening to this today, and props to you for downloading it in time to be able to check out Lucha Underground later on. But yeah, uh, Lucha Underground's gonna be on tonight. 8 p.m. Wednesday nights on El Rey, and Ray is making his big debut. There's been a bunch of great vignettes, a bunch of great little video packages. Man, I'm so pumped about talking to uh, uh, talking about Lucha Underground with Ray Mysterio. For those wondering what, what exactly will be the home recordings, uh, in a nutshell, really, all it's going to be is an opportunity for me when maybe we're on vacation or maybe I'm at home and I've got a buddy over that I have a, that I feel has an interesting story or... Hey, in a few seconds, I'm going to be talking about Ray Mysterio. Uh, if I have an opportunity to talk to somebody on the phone, I just figure, you know what? Like, in addition to what we're doing at the Migs cast with Toppy and Nick and Rev, if I could give you guys some extra content that some of you might enjoy and some might not. If you're not a fan of the interviews, don't even bother listening. It's okay. Just listen. And I'll always make sure to put in the subject that this is a home recording so that way you know full well before downloading it or before checking it out, that it's a, it's a recording done somewhere, whether it be in my house, the guest's house, in a hotel, I don't know. You know, different places. I just figured, you know what? Under the MIGS cast umbrella, we might be able to do some fun things uh, and, and chat to some interesting people. I've, I, I'm fortunate enough to have some really interesting friends and, and also have access to interviews with uh, celebrities. So I figured, you know, and whenever I have the opportunity to do one, I will try and do one. And it's not going to take away from the other, the actual MIGS cast. It's just an add-on. It's a, a bonus. Uh, I'm, I'm also a little nervous that Lulu's going to freak out because she's here. And there's always that possibility. <laughs> oh, here he is. Nice. Great timing. Ray. How you doing? I'm great. How are you doing, man? I'm doing wonderful, man. Thank you very much. Awesome, awesome. I don't know if you've heard any of the insanity that's going on here in the Northwest. It seems to be traveling all across the country, but uh, we have a guy stuck up in a tree. A, a man decided to climb up of a tree uh, 80 feet in the air in downtown Seattle, and he won't come down. He has, he's been up there for the last 18 or 19 hours. Oh, my God. I know it's that's a, insane. I know it's a guy who's done some high flying stuff. That I would imagine that would even terrify you, Ray. Well, it would. It would. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm scared of heights. What? Yes. Oh, a lot of people don't know that. That is insane. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. And then here you are tackling your fear of heights almost all the time when you're in the squared circle. 
<laughs> I guess when I put the mask on, uh, uh, that that person with the mask is not uh, afraid of heights, but me, I am. <laughs> <laughs> You're like going going to a skyscraper. Hold on, I got to put my mask on. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Wow, that is insane, man. That's crazy. Dude, it's so nuts that the police have been trying to get him to come down, but he's been throwing apples and pine cones at at the. I mean, it's like a comedy show, but it's it's legit happening. It's very weird. <laughs> Wow. Wow, that is crazy. Ray, I, I wanted to um, tell you how much I'm excited that you're a member of uh, or a part of Lucha Underground because I've been geeking out over Lucha Underground since it started last year and then got sucked into watching all the marathon marathon episodes again and fell in love with it again. And, and this season they've been coming out swinging and then there was... I mean, it, to me, Lucha Underground, it just reeked of... Ray Mysterio should be a part of this. This is like... Lucha Underground exists because, and and I think mainstream America is loving it because of a guy like Rey Mysterio who introduced the Lucha style to so many of us. Uh, how pumped were you when you decided to be a part of this? And first off, thank you, thank you for that comment, man. That's that's incredible. Um, I, I was I was stoked, man, from the moment I saw it. Uh, you know, I, I I fell in love with it. It's almost like like seeing wrestling for the first time again. Yeah. You know, uh, this this is. This is what actually drove me to become a wrestler uh, from the beginning. You know, uh, when I saw the masks and uh, the high flying moves and how there was good versus evil, you know, a villain and a good guy, you know, all of that, all of that brought, caught my attention as a, as a young kid, you know. So uh, uh, now to be a part of, of this roster, for me, it's a blessing. I have much respect to to all the talent uh, in Lucha Underground because they're hard workers from the very first match, which is uh, um, the the big match, uh, the the main event match, yeah. to the very last match, also main event match. You know, um, these these guys work really hard, and uh, and you're right. You know, you mentioned how um, back in '95 uh, we brought wrestling to ECW Lucha Libre style yeah. for the first time. I think even way before that, we did uh, that big pay-per-view that was uh, called When Worlds Collide that was actually, uh, I think, promoted by Antonio Peña, uh, rest in peace, that uh, was the owner of AAA. Uh, you know, so so wrestling is always, Lucha Libre has always been big in, like, the uh, uh, northern um, cities, like... Los Angeles and, and border towns, you know, because they get wrestling. They understand it, or Lucha Libre. But when you take it more into the eastern part of, of the United States, um, you know, it just it just blew up like crazy. Yeah, it's it's. I remember being a kid and watching. I remember, I'll never forget, I grew up in New York, and it was Channel 47, Lucha Libre, and it, I couldn't speak a lick of Spanish. My parents were always looking at me like I'm crazy, and they're like, why are you watching this? You don't even understand what's going on. I'm like, oh, I do understand what's going on because they're telling such yeah. an amazing story in the ring. I don't understand the words that they're speaking, but it doesn't matter. It just like there's something just – I remember just from being a kid and now being a 41-year-old dude, I've always gravitated towards that style of wrestling, and it's just so much fun to see – I mean, not only the in-ring action, which, I mean, hell, I, I don't know about you, but I watched that the last episode and Mil Muertes and uh, Phoenix put on a match that, I mean, my oh. jaw dropped the whole time. It was insane. Incredible. And and Phoenix is one of the guys that uh, that has incredible talent, that uh, has an enormous future, and that uh, is very close to becoming the star that he is. 
Oh, absolutely. And I mean, how pumped are you now? Finally, tonight we get, and I mean, of course, the internet gives you, you know, an idea of like the, the fan reaction. And from what I'm reading, the, the, the temple where you guys wrestle out of, uh, it just explodes. I mean, to the point where they're like, you know, there's a certain number, a hundred people that are in the temple for these tapings, but it, it sounded like it was so deafening. Like it was like 50,000 people inside of there. How great did that feel? And I mean, I'm pumped to watch it finally tonight at 8 p.m. on El Rey to see you out there. But I mean, what was that like to go out there and just experience that for yourself? It, it was incredible, man. I mean, uh, I, I had that question asked to me several times prior to me uh, being a part of Lucha Underground. Ray, when, when are you going to uh, join Underground, man? Uh, you need to be there, you know. And these are these are the hardcore fans that that at one point, uh, you know, saw me early in my career break into this industry. So um, it almost felt like, like uh, um Ray Mysterio was needed to be uh, or was needed to be a part of Lucha Underground. So that day when they announced from San Diego, California, the the fans that were inside the temple, at at one point they said, "Wait a minute, San Diego!" But like <laughs> we know somebody from San Diego. But when she finished the introduction and and she continued with the Ray Mysterio. Man, it felt like it was an ovation of, I don't know, 50,000. It, it was incredible. I mean, oh. because it's so, so uh, enclosed and it's so underground and it's so personal, the connection between you and the fans, it just made it even more special. You know, the fact yeah. that, that I could see each and every one of them in their eyes and and uh, feel their enthusiasm, feel their emotion, and pretty much thanking me for being there. So it, it was wow. incredible, man. Dude, you, I got goosebumps uh, right now hearing you talk about it. I'm so pumped. This is awesome. Yeah, it, it was it was one one uh, introduction, man, that I will never forget. Dude, speaking of introductions, I, I'm sure you've been watching Lucha Underground as well. Uh, that that first episode of season two, the the opening scene with Vampiro. I mean, it was just like, that was like, they could have made a movie based off of that. I mean, that was just insane. Incredible. Incredible. The whole production, man, behind this is, is incredible. It's that, that's why we're catching the eyes of uh, a lot of fans and a lot of non wrestling fanatics that uh, uh, have tuned in, you know, to see what, what this Lucha Underground is. So, uh, you know, there's a, there's a creative team that works really hard on putting this together. Um, the production team, um, the, the luchadores in general, you know, we all, uh, are working together to make sure that this product comes out to the max, to the fullest, the best product that is out there as of right now. And I'm pumped because, you know, I, I live here in, in, in Washington, but I'm flying to Dallas to go check out WrestleMania. And while I'm there, of course, it's like there's so many great things going on. I got my tickets for WrestleCon to, to see you wrestle. Uh-huh. And I saw a lot of the other guys from Lucha Underground are going to be there as well. I mean, it, that's going to from Drago. And I mean, hell, even Joey Ryan. I'm, I'm pumped to see what Joey Ryan's going to bring out there in the squared circle. You just... <laughs> that's awesome. Now, tell me, don't you think that the outfit that Drago wears is probably one of the sickest outfits in wrestling today. I don't get what the hell how he pulls off what he's doing with his tongue. I mean, yeah, the whole outfit's insanity, man. I, I don't even want to know how he does it. I just think that, <laughs> oh, 
man. I, I told him when I met him for the first time, I said, you're, you're, when I saw your outfit, I said, you have the sickest outfit I have ever seen in wrestling. I wish I could have saw that before you did. It's too late now, but I said, my hands go down to, to what you come out to the ring. I said, it's incredible. It looks incredible. It looks, it looks very, uh, movie professional, man. Yeah. I said, it's, it's on top. Oh man, and coming from I bet coming from you, he was pretty stoked to hear that from a guy that's been so groundbreaking in the outfits and I mean your WrestleMania get ups have always been just through the roof. So that that must have been pretty awesome for him to hear. It was, man, it was and he, he told me, uh he told me that day, he goes, Man, he goes, You don't know you, you know, you just made my day. Um <laughs> and later on we just became very close friends. But uh um yeah, I, I told him man, I, I wish I would have seen that way before I've always wanted to get uh, this third dimension as a matter of fact the outfit that I wear tonight on um, on Aztec Warfare on my debut uh, mm-hmm. on Lucha Underground was created by the same guy that created uh, Drago's mask so uh, oh, just to sick. give a little bit of it that, yeah. is, that is awesome. I know I got to let you go. I have one last question because, I mean, it, it, it blows me away because I'm from meeting you and, and seeing you in the ring. I mean, when someone says you've been doing this for 25 years, it's like, whoa. I mean, granted, you started very young. Uh, but, man, 25 years in the business. Do you have that? Like, I always love hearing the stories from the wrestlers, just like the locker room stories. And, I mean, I would imagine you have so many crazy stories that when you share some stories – I mean, wrestlers have probably seen and heard everything, but I bet there's a story that you shared that even like gets the other wrestlers to be like, "Whoa, are you serious? That really happened?" And if if there is one, can you share it with us? Wow, I would have to say uh, <laughs> there was at one point that uh, uh, came down from a match, and uh, Eddie Guerrero uh-huh. was was furious and at, at Kurt Angle. And I think something had happened that Eddie came back and and uh, he wanted to pick a fight with Kurt Angle. So um, in the mix of the things, you know, uh, we know who Kurt Angle is. You know, he's he's an Olympic gold medalist. He's a wrestler, and and Eddie, Eddie uh, has his background too. You know, he comes from a, a generation of wrestlers. So, but of course, Eddie Eddie was wrong in in uh, in trying to take down Kurt Angle. So. Uh, at one point ever after everything kind of uh calmed down and and uh everything uh um, was was back to normal again i don't know who it was that told eddie they said man eddie what were you thinking trying to take kurt angle he goes i don't know i wasn't thinking of course he knew that that kurt was probably going to take him down man but it was it was funny just to see eddie's face and uh just remembering him and, and uh how how he was always in character man when it when he was backstage or he was just coming down from a match or about to go in you know uh it was just that eddie that that everybody loved oh absolutely i mean as us fans i mean i, I know i'm geeking out just to hear you know a little glimpse behind the curtain when it comes to eddie guerrero i bet a lot of people listening right now yeah. love hearing that too uh i, I don't want to keep you late for your other interviews man i could talk to you forever i, I i'm a, a genuine big fan of yours and and very I'm so pumped to see you married together with Lucha Underground. I, I can only imagine that tonight's going to be epic, and it's at 8 p.m. on El Rey. And, and the nice thing for those that don't have El Rey, I noticed that now they're available on iTunes for people to purchase. So you have no reason to miss out Correct. on Lucha Underground, man. It's some great wrestling that's going on, and I'm, I'm stoked that you're a part of it. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, yeah, please, everybody, turn in on Wednesday tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, El Rey Network Season 2. Ray Mysterio debuts tonight. 
You can't miss it. Hell yeah. And I'll see you at WrestleCon, man. I'll be screaming for you. Sounds good, man. Come, come and hit me up, man, when you're there. I will. Absolutely. All right. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. How about that? Did an interview and it worked. And Lulu, I'm proud of you. You didn't even really growl. I heard you growling in the background. Let's see if we can get Lulu to make some noise for you guys. This is an exclusive uh, Migs cast interview with Lulu now. That's what she was doing while I was trying to talk to Ray and I'm like trying to stay cool. I almost wanted to be like, Ray, hey, full disclosure. I'm broadcasting in my like little, I don't know if we call it an office. It's where I play my Xbox and... My wife likes to think that it's an office because there's books on a bookshelf, but really all we do in here is either work out or now do interviews with Rey Mysterio. That's so weird. Doing an interview with Rey Mysterio in my pajamas. Just in my house. That's cool. And in just a few minutes, my man Dero, Dick Rossetti's going to be... Okay, Lulu. I got to play this for you guys before we get to uh, Dick Rossetti. Uh, he's he's going to be coming to my house, and uh, that's going to be a lot of fun because Twink the Wonder Kid, yep, he brought the band together. Dick Rossetti, the man with I don't even know how many band names he's had from Comb Over to Twink to Root Beer Barrels to Guns and Rossetti, uh, but it, it's going to be fun to talk to him because Twink was definitely one of my favorites. I want to see if I could play this through the phone. I could have Siri read it maybe. All right, let me try and set this up for you guys. Um... I got this this morning, and I was going to save it for when the rest of the crew were on for the mix cast, but I'll just play it again next week. I just want to play it because I just, I can't even believe I got this text message. So I don't know how your families are in my world. My mom has a lot of close friends. They've somehow, some way have become my aunts. They're not blood related, but we refer to them as my aunts. I have several of them. One of them being her longest friends, and I won't say her name, uh, but she... You know, I'll call her Aunt Siri because I'm going to have Siri read this back if I could get her to do it because this text is just... Man, apparently somebody at her workplace figured out a way for her, because I know it's so difficult to stream on the internet, uh, figured out a way for her to listen to the radio show, I'm assuming live or maybe via podcast, I don't know, but she's been listening and I haven't heard from her probably in like a year and whenever I hear from her, it's, 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 it's rather basic, like, hey, miss you, thinking of you. Yeah, miss you too, thinking of you too, kind of thing. But now she's decided to criticize what I do for a living. Like, like full on just, this is a novel of a text explaining the issues that she has with me and what I do for a living. I think it's hilarious. So let me see if I could get this to play. Let's see. And I'll, I'll probably wind up bleeping out her name just because I don't want to, you know, dime her out or anything along those lines. So, Siri, play the text from my aunt. Aunt said, Stephen, I figured out how to listen to your show online. One of the guys set it up for me. Wow. That's all I can say is wow. I'm glad you're fulfilling your dreams of being on the radio, but I did not realize your dream was to be a perverted filthy mouth. Your mother raised you better than this. You should be embarrassed sharing stories of doing drugs. And you urinating in the suit of armor? Really? You had to share that? The guys in my office think you're funny. Don't you think you could be funny without being filthy? Like Bill Cosby he never needed to curse. Okay, well that's all. Love you. <laughs> 
Would you like to reply? No, I don't. No, I don't feel like replying. Okay, I won't send it. Thank you. My favorite part is, I did not. I'm glad you're fulfilling your dreams of being on the radio, but I did not realize your dream was to be a perverted, filthy mouth. That's me, the perverted, filthy mouth. And I don't know if she's been reading the news about Bill Cosby, but uh, maybe some of her coworkers should open up some of those news stories before she starts saying I should embrace the comedy stylings of said Bill Cosby. All right, Dick Rossetti, he's got a band. They're called Twink the Wonder Kid. Twink the Wonder Kid, they're going to be playing a couple of shows on April 9th over at Daryl's Tavern, and that's in uh, the north end of Seattle on 180th and Aurora. And they're also going to be playing Friday, April 8th. So the day before April 8th, and that's at the Valley Pub in Tacoma. You know what? Why don't we get ready for Dick by playing a song by Dick? It's called Lady Place on the Mix Cast. She's not alone Ladies' places in the home This is an anthem for my aunt You keep smiling when I'm frowning You keep me honest when I'm lying to myself And I want to tell you Eddie. How are you today? Good. We just were we were jamming out to your fine hit, Lady Place. Oh, that's a good. Isn't that a good one? Gosh, I Man, love that one. Man, that's a good one. Yeah, that's one of my I, favorites. I just, I just heard that and I thought, wow, that really sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> really, really, it's lasted the test of time. I, I've got to warn you. Uh, this time, I'm not doing it. I don't have the help of Top Shelf. I don't have the help of uh, Mono Nick. We're doing this in my guest room. Therefore, if you don't curse, that would be awesome. 
I'm going to do what I can do to help you out. Because you and Red the Stripper hold the record for the most beeps on our podcast. Really? Yes. Well, okay. I'll, I, I will be shamed out of not doing that then. Nice. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll keep the pie hole monitored. <laughs> and you get to hang out with my dog, Lulu. Uh, I did. This is a good look. I was, I was telling your dog that I had saw it on the internet, and yeah. I felt like we went way back. It's very fluffy. Yeah, she's a, she's a celebrity in herself. Yes, yes and, very uh, fluffy. Yes. <laughs> she's, it's National Puppy Day, I guess. Yes, yes. So this is important to have Lulu be a part of this podcast. I, I like this because you can go, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's so puffy. <laughs> whoa, 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 <laughs> right now, Lulu is losing <laughs> it. <laughs> Dick pats her head. It's so oh, fluffy. What do you got to say? Wee! Maybe not. No, no. no. Anyway, she's, very, you know, she speaks when she wants. Yeah, to. you should be a. You and your wife should be very proud. Yes. Good-looking kid. Yeah, we tried. You Good know, we brought kid. her up well. Yeah. As she's now biting on my sock. Yes, yes. This is what she'll do. Why? Oh my stars! <laughs> That's what I miss about having a dog. They're that just, kind of. They're, stuff. they're ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is fun for her right yeah. now. She's biting on my foot. Yeah, that's good. I bet you didn't think you were going to walk into an interview I, I, like this. I, I, I had no idea. A grown man in his pajamas I'm glad with I his dog. Up. I'm yeah. glad I showed up. <laughs> maybe you should have agreed to take that water. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll have some uh, afterwards. Yeah. So how you been, man? Uh, I've been good. How have you been? I'm, I'm, I'm pleased with your success and your co-billing on your show. It's Thank been a you. Lo- long time coming and you deserve it. I appreciate that, man. No, well, I, yeah, I, you I and I go that. way back. Yeah, we go way back and I and you uh if anybody deserves co-billing on a, on a major market, it's yourself. It's funny cuz it's I mean and, and you'll appreciate this because you've been in the business and you know kind of how perception sometimes trumps reality any day of the week. Yes. So, I've been doing this show with BJ, BJ and Migs were at one point was the BJ Shea Morning Experience. Yeah. Yeah. As his sidekick, as his co-host uh-huh. for years. And, you know, doing everything that I'm doing now. But when I was under the moniker of Steve the Producer, there was a certain perception of what my position was on that show. Even though if you listened, yeah. you should be able to, without knowing our names, figure out, oh, okay, these two guys are doing a lot of the talking. Yeah. Um, when I switched over, it was like funny to see how certain people treated me a little bit differently, positively. Um but it was interesting because it was just like... P- people at work or outside? Both. Both. Okay. I mean, people in the sales end, uh, people on the outside, people that I deal with on a non-frequent basis, but like all of a sudden were getting back to me quicker. Yeah. All of a sudden were like inviting me to things. And, and I just thought that was really funny. Like a, a funny, like how you could change a name, but nothing else changes. Like n- really, no other responsibilities change on the air. Some people say they, they notice a difference in the sound. I don't know if that's... Maybe they're just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. is it in their head? Cause you sometimes, sound taller. Yeah, it's a placebo effect. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, everything's well, let changing. Me, let me ask you this. Did it take a consultant to come in and say that you're not BJ Shea's piss boy? No. You well, want to what hear, was what happened? It Honestly, the way it unfolded, and uh, people who listened to the morning show when they heard how it unfolded, that's exactly what happened. It was, I was just sick of the name. Oh, okay. This is like because you've had it a while. It was it, it really went against everything like a consultant would say to do. Yeah, yeah. and I, I give credit to our boss Dave for. So I go into his. And I'm like, hey man, I just want to change my name. Like, yeah. and he's like, what are you talking about? You can't change your name. You've been doing this for like 20 years. Yeah. I'm like, I know it sounds stupid, but I feel like it's holding me back professionally. I heard word that there were certain 
sales people that had issues with national clients that wouldn't use me for endorsement deals because Steve, the producer, meant that they're like, well, why do we want to have the producer? Yeah endorse this we want the co-host or the host and they're like well listen to the show and you'll realize that he's the co-host you know he's the he's he's the number two guy and so i when i heard that i was like that's that's interesting and that's like that that actually gives me ammunition to prove why i shouldn't keep the name i've always hated it but i was like yeah. whatever it's it's just, oh there comes lulu with her uh, seahawks football she's, <laughs> isn't, she's, that, isn't that fun she's bringing in the spirit man so did andy savage give you that yes all right so he's actually the one who should be beaten he's the dick yeah i yeah. know uh, you know what the funny part is before i was called that on the air i don't you weren't working when i first started working at the end uh-huh. um i convinced phil our old boss to let me do weekend overnights in addition to being the morning show producer. Yeah. At this point, I really wasn't on the air as a morning show producer. I was just doing behind-the-scenes stuff. He's like, uh-huh. fine, you could do midnight to 6 a.m. Yeah. on Saturday nights or whenever ultrasound. You can come ended. in after ultrasound. Yeah. If you're lucky, you'll be on it um, from 5 to 6 a.m. Right. If the drugs and the hip-hop or the dance music don't run <laughs> out first. And... And then all, oh, you know, from five thirty to six yeah. of that shift is public affairs. Yes, so you're yes. really not. You have a half hour to be on yeah. the air. Radio Health Journal. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I was given the opportunity, and, and I went by Migs at that time. Oh, okay. So wow. Way, way back. You've in, come full circle. In a, in a roundabout way, for yeah. the six people that heard me doing weekend overnights at the end when I first started back in '97. Yeah. I was called Migs, but when. You know, Andy, being Andy, he was just like, well, we'll call you Steve the producer because yeah. you're the producer. And, you know, people need to know that that's your title. And you, I you kept know, it. You know, it would be awesome if somebody who heard you then who hasn't heard you in like almost 20 years oh. calls and said, I've wondered what happened to you. I loved you on the weekend. Yeah. Over, when you played Bush Glycerine. <laughs> yeah. What happened to you all Man, these years? I requested Oasis once. Yeah. You played it. I was always a fan of Mix. You were the one who played the unedited version of Morning Glory. That was awesome. You always played that un- the, the non-radio edit of Filters Trip like I did. Yeah. Yeah. And you played a, a Marcy Playground Double Shot. Yes. That was awesome. Sex and Candy and uh, Saturday. Yeah. They had that one that song. Was, yeah. Saturday night, I think. St. Joe on the school bus. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. That was a great record. Yeah. Honestly, like from beginning to end, that's just a fun, folky, quirky pop record. Yeah. I was like, the guys. powers that be on the follow up just didn't want to put ball. any advertising out on just it. Just dropped the ball. Yeah. So, um, where we, oh, yeah. So I could tell Phil that, I'm mean, not Phil, Dave. And he's like, well, all right, I will, you know, think about it. And then he's like, you know, if you feel that strongly about it, because he was like, hey, well, what about maybe going by STP? Uh-huh. I'm like, that's just putting a Band-Aid on this wound that is I hate this identity. Yeah. Of, you know, it just felt like I was being this sh- stupid character at the age of 40-something. Yeah. When it's like, I just want to be me. Like, just call me Steve. I don't care. Yeah. And so your, then, your last name isn't The Producer. It isn't, as yeah. much as people think it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Italian, The Producer. <laughs> um, so then, I, long story short... Change the name on the podcast. Then uh, BJ hears it. He starts thinking about it, and he's just like, "Well, you know, we should just change the name of the show." Because mm. he was BJ's as you've you, you've met BJ, yeah, right? a yeah. couple times, yeah. And he's super. He's the guy who gets it. He yeah. gets the big picture. His ego's not in the way, obviously. Honestly, in the world of morning radio hosts, that's the. I mean, you know, I could goof on BJ all day and all night about stuff, and, yeah. and I love the guy like a brother. The one thing I can never accuse him of is having an ego. Yeah. He's he's as as ego free, and I, I I wish other radio personalities took, yeah, you know, took his lead because it's 
he's a man without ego. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Well, and, that's how that's how you be successful ultimately. And, and, you know, for you him, you got to use the people around you to your strengths. And he's and like when he explained it, he was like, "Yo, there's going to come a point where I am a marginal amount older than you. Yeah. And when I want to call it quits, it'd be nice to be able to know that the baton has been passed. And, yeah. And 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 you could do what you do, and and you know, hopefully keep the show afloat. So that was kind of like you know he used the uh, Scott Shannon. I guess it was the Scott and Todd show. Uh-huh. Uh, at some point, Scott Shannon, a New York, well-known New York disc jockey, um, decided to put Todd, whatever, Penningill, <laughs> I think it is his last name, on the show title as a way of giving him the nod and being like, you know, when I'm done, yeah. you can do your own thing. So that's a very long story to... It, which actually could be a lot longer, but I... So I basically, cliff if, note version. if there's anybody listening now named Todd, they could be... Your your successor. That that's the whole. I'm looking for a Todd. Little Todd. Yeah, a little Todd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, little, my little Todd Paul, the producer. One you can slap around and put in your back pocket and call the producer yeah. for many years call until the he's producer. got some kind of weird complex and an issue yeah. about it, and then he finally snaps at the age of 41, and I let him. Yeah. All right, I'll give you a bone. Yeah. Call you, but yeah, it's so weird, dude. It's so funny. Like then all of a sudden everyone's just like, "Wow, show sounds different." I'm like, "Well, it yeah. really hasn't changed. It's just the name." But it's yeah. so funny how the perception will change. People that. are weird like that. And and for our boss, he loved it at the end of the day. At first, I think he was hesitant about the idea. When I talked to BJ, he said at first he wasn't, you know, it's a brand thing. Yeah. Uh, but then he was like, you know, I like the idea of changing something up when you guys are still successful because it's so unheard of in the world yeah. of radio. And Dave is definitely a guy, Sergeant Hair Club, uh, is, <laughs> is a guy that likes to do things that aren't supposed to be done, like the live day event that we yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. These are things that are quote unquote ratings killers yeah. and not going to help you with your ratings. But the, or, and, and that kind of stuff is just such old school thinking nowadays. I agree. I don't know why the radio keeps doing this whole, it's not like it was before. You, you can't worry about that. No. Uh, as long as you got listeners, and, and, and this is just my personal opinion, you got listeners that care about what you guys are doing on the air. They're going to stick with you regardless. And, and knock on wood, our numbers are fine. Yeah. But if our numbers weren't, I still think that we would have a, a passionate enough audience that, yeah. would, that would support the station and weather the storm. But, yeah, you've yeah. had that audience for years, too. It's a uh, – um, what's the word they use? Heritage. No, a heritage. Yes. I was going to say legacy, but it's close. Yes. It's a heritage station. It, it's very uh, medieval sound. Yes. We are yes. a heritage station. <laughs> yes. So, Dickie. Twink to Wonder Kid. Let's let's stop talking about me. This podcast is about you, man. Oh, okay. Whole, and Lulu. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Puppy I can, I can yeah. share the spotlight. She, she might bring another toy in. Just oh, no, she, I'm o- I'm okay with it. I'm just, okay with just, it. I need to get a picture of Lulu with oh. Dick right there. Just uh, oh, okay. Hey, hold on. Here we go. There we are. Is it cute as Bugs ears? Yes. That that is a good picture. Okay. All right. Good. Um. <laughs> we. <laughs> we. So you're back to being Twink to Wonder Kid. Um, we put Twink back. Well, the Swede kind of wanted to see if we wanted to do Twink again. So it's the no. original lineup with a different drummer. Okay. It's me, Bald Steve. Remember Bald yes, Steve? Yes, of course. And the Swede. And then we got- So you got the three bald guys. We got the three bald guys. And then Terry, the guy that played with me and Jilly Rizzo. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was the- Drummer. The drummer, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's that band. Nice. Now, what happened with the Jilly Rizzo? Um- well, um, I always I, I I don't usually like asking bands what happened, but yours you always have some kind of a weird story that yeah. involves your bands from random text messages to upset <laughs> mooser. Yeah, the mooser. <laughs> well, no, what what happened was um, the two guitar players. It just kind of came to a point where it just wasn't okay anymore. 
it just kind of got weird. Okay. And then it was just like kind of no fun. And I'm at the point now I, I want to have fun. I kind of want to be around people that I like. Yeah. And so we busted that up. So I've been working under the moniker Dick Rossetti, X Minor Celebrity. Right. Which I'm playing all my hits. Nice. From every every uh, so, every album, right? So uh, from balding, from balding to, to the rock out stuff to the rock out yes. to the black baby is cuter than a white baby to Ringo the <laughs> beat the gosh darn beetle. Thanks, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, 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 so yeah, so that's what we've been doing. And then the Swede called and said, uh, asked about doing Twink stuff, which I didn't really want to do, but we started playing. It was fine, and it's fun. And we played three gigs. I've always had. Uh, if I had the ability to write a song and build a band around myself, I would name my band Chicken Hawk. Yeah. That way you guys... Which is very naughty. Right, because yeah. then, you know, well, you guys would have to open because you're twink. Yes, exactly. And, and I'm the twink, I'm the Chicken yeah. Hawk. <laughs> and if anyone doesn't understand what the hell we're talking about, if you do an internet search, you're going to be yeah. repulsed by the things Go, that go to talking. Urban Dictionary. Yeah, and then don't come back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're both, they're both very uh, uh, clean-shaven young men. So you got two shows, uh, one in Seattle, one in Tacoma. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I wrote them down because, yeah. you know, I'm a, a professional interviewer. Yes. And yes. Uh, you got uh, the Valley Pub in Tacoma on April 8th. Yeah. That's a Friday night. And then Saturday night, you're heading on north to uh, 180th and Aurora, Daryl's Tower. Yeah. And these are going to be great. The Tacoma one is going to be fantastic because we're having a band play with us that played the Squirt show last year. They're called Little Donuts, and they're the all-Filipino Hollow tribute band. Oh, Jesus. Have you, you heard see, them? They're I, amazing. You told me about they're them. They're amazing. Little Donuts. Yes. And that's the Tacoma show. That's the Tacoma show, Little oh, Donuts. That's a must-see. And then... Um, little, why do they call themselves Little Donuts? I don't know. I think it's some Filipino thing. But oh, they're great. <laughs> they are fantastic. And what an I they, they actually are the Northwest number one all-Filipino Hollow Notes tribute band. Out of out of one out of one yeah. yeah I mean that's that's huge though yeah no but they're they're fantastic and then on do they have wigs on or does does the, the does the oats have a mustache no they all they're all just these Filipino guys and last time we played they all took their shirts off and all of them vary in size okay so it's it's a real good thing and they're not that awesome I mean they're not like <laughs> uh, on tribute I mean they they do what they can with right. what they have they're, they're in the music is inspired. Yes, it is. They the want to be there. Right. They want to be there. They're working on it. Yeah, they're having fun with it. <laughs> She's a big fan of Filipino I, I Paul and Oates <laughs> tribute bands, Lulu. She's singing one of their There's hits. so many ways you could go with that, but I'll leave that alone. <laughs> so, Dick, I got it. Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. I have an acoustic guitar in in this room. Oh, yeah, you do. And it's a cool backstory. It's actually, a, it's got great history, and you would be the first person that knows how to play a guitar to play this guitar. Who, who, what's the story? Who had it? This C. was C. my uncle's guitar. Oh. Or C.C. DeVille. I was going to say C.C. Seville. Yeah, C.C. <laughs> Seville, my uncle. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, passed away many years ago, but uh, so when he passed away, different things were sent to family members okay. as, hey, you know, I, I bet Uncle Ernie would love it if you kept this in your home uh-huh. uh, and the thing that was sent to me and I had no idea it was coming until a giant box showed up and it was oh. this guitar Okay, and he was learning how to play the guitar Uncle Ernie Uncle Ernie uh-huh. was right as he got older and uh, 
was just you know started learning how to play and this is a guitar he learned on and he kept it and then when he passed away my aunt mailed it to me saying hey I know that you would keep care of it oh and that's so nice I thought who better to christen it than Dick Rossetti oh really ex minor celebrity okay <laughs> <laughs> who's in your bedroom in Puyallup at the moment that's right that's right that's right we're just hanging out yeah we're just, just here in my pajamas yeah it's okay and I'm in my socks there's nothing weird about yeah, this not at all no. we're bald and we're alone and your old lady isn't here what could go wrong and then Lulu's on the ground yeah the dog's here she's got two of her toys she's yeah, got her muskrat and her seahawk ball and I'm looking where the camera is to catch us yes <laughs> it's right there it's part of the Xbox 360 oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. that's cool that that's thing's cool. always on according to conspiracy theorists really yeah that's why I put you there okay that's fine that yeah. way the government can watch hi. you hi <laughs> hi <laughs> so would you be up for trying it yeah out? is it All in right. tune no of course it's not okay because I can't tune by ear I'm not good enough well I don't think I have a tuner I had one in my phone but I don't have it well, but that's okay let's try it yeah okay so hold on I'm gonna, I'll hold the microphones so we're gonna have it's gonna be like a campfire thing it's it's probably super out of tune yeah but the fun thing is what's that I'll just muff them I'll just oh okay yeah yeah I mean th that's even funnier that yeah. you're not even gonna tune it yeah not even in the least. So what do you want me to do? I want you to do a twink song, man. Okay, let's do Signed and Dropped. Okay, awesome. Okay. Here we go. Who wants a record deal? He wants a record deal. She wants a record deal. They want a record deal. What are you gonna do when you signed and you drop? You want the two of us in the parking lot. Oh, yeah. You're gonna pay it back. What are you gonna do when you signed and you drop? Sounded good. It's professional. I don't care about inspiration. I don't care about what you need. What do you know about independence? What you get? What you see? Who wants a record deal? They want a record deal. He wants a record deal. They want a record deal. What are you gonna do when you sand and you drop? Not gonna work for you, champ. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Is that, all right? that was hilarious. <laughs> I love it. You didn't even tune the guitar. Oh, Lulu, what'd you think? Oh, hilarious. She loved it. She does. Yeah. Is that the first time she'd been rocked like that? Oh yeah. She has, she's speechless right now. Well, I hope I did un Uncle Ernie justice. Oh, I mean, that was a true tribute to did Uncle Ernie. Did he play Ernie. some... It looks like... It's an ovation. It looks like he may, may might have may learned some Jim Croce on that. Oh, huge Jim Croce. <laughs> he was a big Who fan and oh, Springsteen. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that was his... That, his biggest, I think, moment of pride like, for me, because he wasn't like a super... Like, he didn't really get the whole music scene that I was into. Mm -hmm. um, but every once in a while, we would bond. Like, um, we would see eye to eye about, like... Uh, the Beach Boys. Okay. And then when Peter Parker did a cover of a Who song, uh -huh. he was through the roof about that. Like, that was like probably the proudest moment more than me graduating college yeah. and getting a job. And like, How old was he when he passed? Oh, he had to have been like close to 60. Was he sick? Cancer. Uh, yeah. One of those things yuck. where, I mean, guy was, it's one of those, I mean, yeah, yeah you just, you hear about it and, it, you know, everyone has to deal with cancer, it seems like, or has someone uh, in their life that deals with it. And it's he's like the living example of it doesn't matter how much money you have, you can't escape it because yeah. he was Was running, he loaded? Oh, dude. What did, like, where did he get his money? Um, consulting banks and oh. doing a lot of He's like, in the financial industry. Yes, yeah, and yeah. made a lot, did very well, always had new boats and okay. new Porsches and, you know, so 
sadly though it didn't matter at that point because it just it, it, after a couple successful bouts then finally it took his life yeah and yeah it's a bummer uh well god rest his soul i hope the music lives on here in your room with it, your dog it now guitar. does yeah it's it's official now yeah i mean Lulu would agree. yeah <laughs> <laughs> you don't get that with cats. No, you don't get no, that with cats no, at all. No, they don't have that. Nothing. They don't bring that to the table. No, they don't. They don't. They don't. <laughs> so then what's uh, going on as far as um, would you guys plan on recording? Are you going to write some new songs? or we, is it we, just... w- we went over to the Tri-Cities or and played, and we cut some songs. Uh, one called uh, Wormwood Scrubs. <laughs> And another called Shaken and Peepin'. And then we did a cover of Jesus is Just All Right, the Doobie Brothers song. Really? Yeah. we. It's very replacements-esque. Nice. Yeah. Are you doing the guitar this time? Yeah, I'm doing... playing guitar, meeting sweeter on guitars. Okay. He's a f- He's a gosh darn guitar hero. Oh, yeah. I, I might no, have to. No. I'm going to bleep that one just to be safe. <laughs> he, he, he's a guitar hero. Yes. And bald, you got Bald Steve on the bed. Yeah, but no, it's fun. It's real good. We're We're... No, the Swede's always been. I remember in uh, the, the few times I jammed with you guys. Yeah. That guy is just a. He's better than he was. Really? Yes. Is he a juicing? Yeah, he's something else. I mean, he really is. Yeah. It's like he's become a guitar hero guy in the last five years. Huh. It's pretty upsetting. It's probably that rock band video game. I, fe- I hear yeah. it helps. He learned all fingers. the canned heat licks yeah. off that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you learn rhythm. Yeah, he learned turn up the radio by <laughs> autograph. <laughs> What's new going on? What else is going on in your world there, Dickie? Um. Well, I still don't work. Right. I keep a good lawn and a good home. You pet the cats. I do. I keep. I have five cats. We have five cats. Uh, I keep the lawn nice, and the house is very clean. Mm-hmm. I went and did a float in one of those pods last night. Have you done that? Oh, yes. Have you done that? Yes. Okay, I did that last night. What did you night. think about that? It was my second time me and Bald Steve went. Well, not together. I, I wish say- we could have, but... I, I mean, thought it was you far could out. Squeeze each other in there. Did you have the lights off when you were in there? Yeah, full dark. How many times have you done it? Six. Really? Yeah. Is it I go the urban month. float thing? I go to the Shawnee Mac. Remember Shawnee Mac, who I uh, used to work at the end and uh, and KSW. I, I don't know. if Maybe you weren't there when he was there. He did sales. Okay. He eventually just said, "I don't want to be a salesperson. I don't want to be married to my phone." And had a whole like self discovery thing and opened up. Um, Float Seattle and okay. Float Bellevue, and he also does life coaching. The guy's oh, just, wow. The guy's like a guru. So we cut you a deal. No, I actually pay full price. Wow, really? I pay the I pay the fifty bucks a month membership. Wow. So I can go once a month. Yeah. And sometimes I'll go more. My wife now is into it as well. I yeah. just went last week. Ch- I was surprising. Chicks, chicks like that. I she, she was convinced she was going to hate it. Yeah. Um, just because she hates being in the dark yeah and in it's confined a, yeah, spaces yeah, 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 yeah. So, and i'm like i'll oh, just try no. it anyway and uh she went in it she didn't get the same mental experience that i have um was that the first time yeah because she's done it twice now. okay yeah. yeah i just had my my second one i'm getting more used to it she likes the physical of it like yeah just no strain on your body yeah skin feels good it is pretty weird yeah when you try to lie on your side and you can't do it, it oh forces, i never tried that it forces you to like float it's really weird did you stay awake the whole time or? i always do yeah 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 i couldn't sleep How, as far as thoughts were any crazy thoughts going in your head um just i don't know maybe if my life could get better somehow and maybe i could get back into just 
taking in life again like other people like yourself that are successful and have things going on other than that that's what i think about it's true maybe i need to up the dose <laughs> you need more epsom salt man 200 2500 pounds of salts in there isn't it's, enough. it's insanity so yeah i floated last night and then that's not a good float experience if that's what you're thinking oh about i'm worried that. the whole time well, you've always been a warrior. Well, I know, but this is like, it, it's like you have to, you hear yourself think. What about, let me ask you this. Do you have a tinnitus? Yes. The, yeah, Does, the ringing, you know, the ringing you in my ears. notice it in there? No. Because that's the thing, too. They'll say about why, they have the music in there, right? Yeah, they, they play that to wake you up. Yeah, so mm -hmm. you can have it the whole time because they, they say that people that have that like to have the music going because I sit there and I hear my ears. You know, I never thought about it. Yeah. Well, that's good, though. Don't think about it. I'll, sometimes I'll get that reminder of that high pitch, yeah. like super high pitch yeah, version. Yeah. You know, how you get it for like it's, a, yeah, it's like air and high. It's, it's like weird. out of nowhere for twenty yeah. seconds, my ears ring. Like, yeah, way worse than they usually do. Yeah, but when I go floating, I, I don't know if it's because of the earplugs or I yeah. just never notice the ringing in my ears. <laughs> now, thank you, Dick. I will, and I'll yeah. start worrying about my life in the future. And yeah, <laughs> and I'm gonna curse uh, you. You know the what? Time. You know what? You have a nice thing here. You got a good-looking kid and a pretty wife. I really don't think you have anything to worry about compared to the situation that my life is in now. But go on. Oh, you've got a beautiful wife. You got a great home. You really have it all. You got a job you go to that you really love. And gosh, I remember those days. And they just seem so long ago. You have bald Steve and the Swede. Yeah, I do got them. And that's all you need. I do got them, I think, for now. To have until how is it that we always go down this road when we talk <laughs> and then everyone always wonders are they being actually like giving each other a true hard time or something no or? not at all no, it's just how we talk no that's just yeah this it, is us eating pizza together yes it is just giving each other a hard and time. watching you maybe drink a beer maybe but more often than not i go with the root beer yeah yeah you do you you, you do like the and then you beer. get the you get the drink with extra ice. Yeah. <laughs> Days have been ruined. Yes. Days have been ruined. I know your order better than I know my own wife. Well, <laughs> I appreciate it. Don't let her find out. We better wrap this yeah, up before she gets sure. Where is she anyway? Uh, she's working. She she's at work right now. Yeah, she's probably on her way home. What time is it right now? Oh. Let's see. When we're recording this, it's around 3.15. Yeah, she's probably just wrapping stuff up. Or Where's maybe... she at again? She works over at a recruiting, like human resources. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe she can help me find something for to live out the duration of my lifetime. Right? I mean, if they're looking for a guy that can rock an untuned guitar. Yeah. Uh, yeah? Just how many more years of this can I put up with? <laughs> how many more podcasts can I yeah, put up with? Yeah, I think that's a good podcast. Yeah, this is good. We did talked we, about... <laughs> did we even talk about... floating preferences. <laughs> did, we, did we even talk about uh Oh, yeah, we shows? never got to the second gig we were playing. <laughs> we're playing at Daryl's on the 9th. All right, well, Dickie, it's right, yeah. been fun, man. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you should come out to the show. The the one in Tacoma sounds. You, you got to see Little Donuts. You I really want to see Little Donuts. Yeah, they sound like the type of band I would. Oh, enjoy. they're amazing. They're yeah. amazing. Are they a full like? They're like many... six piece band. A six piece band. Yeah, keyboards, everything. Gosh, it's so amazing. Yeah, Little Donuts, the Filipino tribute to Hall they... Notes. All Filipino. Not even the Northwest number one all Filipino tribute band. The pre premier. I mean. They're screwed if one of the members leaves. Nah, it won't happen because we're all in a little scooter gang together, too. Are they really? Yeah, they are. Are they in the Soldiers of Destiny? No, it's, I think it's YSC. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a different one out in Tacoma. 
Why don't they call their scooter club the little donut scooter I think club? Because they probably had the scooter club club before the donuts. That's much. F it. Change the name. Well, I'll tell you what. You come out to the show, and I will take you directly to them. I would like that. Yeah. As long as they're wearing their vests. Oh, they will. They okay. Will. All right. And one guy better have a mustache. <laughs> they do. They do. I don't care how thick it is. Yeah, <laughs> they will. Oats better have a mustache. <laughs> Dick, it's been a blast. All right, buddy. Thank uh, you. I appreciate you coming by. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll throw on another one of uh, the Twink songs. That'd be wonderful. What song do you want me to throw on? Um, maybe you could play uh, Riding on the Back of Your Hog. That's a good one. That's a great one. Especially after all this talk about scooters. Exactly. All right. Okay. I'll set this down. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now you can play with the dog. Okay. All right. All right.
Big thanks to Lulu. Happy National Puppies Day. We gotta say Big thanks to Ray Mysterio. Check him out on Lucha Underground, Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. We gotta say and that's on the El Rey Network. And of course, thanks to my good friend, Dero. Dick Rossetti and Twink the Wonder Kid. For all you douches out there, stay positive. And thank you for listening. I believe next week will be the big WrestleMania one. We'll find out. I guess I can just shut up now. I already said to stay positive. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.